Hi guys, just wanted to say a quick little note at the beginning of the podcast. Leash is in Brussels and I am in Birmingham. So we are actually recording this um, over uh, Anchor FM. So it's a brilliant app which lets you um, basically from all corners of the world record a podcast. It does mean that we are not in the same room. So this one might not be of as good quality as the other podcasts we recorded, but hopefully you'll bear with us. Um, so I hope you enjoy. Thank you. Enjoy, 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 enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Hello, 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 hello. Oh, hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, sexy people. <laughs> oh, hey, girls and guys. <laughs> um. First things first, I think we need to just say a massive thank you to everybody who's listening. We are pretty overwhelmed, to be fair. I don't know about you, Leish, but I am feeling staggered by so many people have been in touch to say that they've listened and that they love it. And it's just, it's so nice to hear from friends and people who I didn't even know were into podcasts. So I'm learning something about other people too. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, and we're starting to see people that like we're not mutual friends with that are even like in the page. So that's like, oh, everybody who likes the page, we notice you, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's super exciting. So we just wanted to say a big thank you. Actually, there was, um, I had a moment at work the other day, right? Mm. So there's this girl um, at work who I'm quite close friends with, and she's an absolute darling. Mm. And um, she kind of took the time to say that she had seen um that I put the podcast on Facebook and had took the time to listen to it and she really enjoyed it and she she took the time out of her day to tell me that and she was like me and my friend are actually talking about doing a podcast a while ago and then I saw yours up and I was like oh wow like Emily's actually doing it and it makes me realize that I could do it and I just want to say to anybody out there who is thinking I would really love to do a podcast just do it we are having an absolute ball i know i can't believe it's already episode three it's like it feels like yesterday we actually started the whole thing up so it's It's mental isn't it and it's took a lot of planning and it's took a lot of you know work mutual work from both of us um and if you have a friend who you think you know you bounce quite well off and you have quite a lot of things to talk about then just just do it just record it see it's super fun to do yeah. I have to say. So, you know, if, you, if you're chatting a lot to them anyway, you might as well record it and then other people <laughs> might want to listen. You just never yeah. know. <laughs> so that was just, I just wanted to start off by saying that and thank you to my lovely work friend. You know who you are and it, it, it was so much appreciated. Okay. <laughs> so on with the podcast. Woo-hoo! So this week we're talking all about Further education. Yeah. So yes. whether that is uh, sixth form, college, apprenticeships, university, blah, 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 all that kind of jazz. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're covering that and our experiences and answering questions that you lovely people have sent in about that topic as well. Indeed. And other things as well. All questions are welcome, by the way, just as a little a little nudge. Um, okay. Um, so... How was, what did you do? Did you go to sixth form? Did you go to college? What did you do? 
the the same school that I went to also had like a six form part to it. So I just went from one block of a building to another block of a building <laughs> <laughs> and stayed there for two years. And that's basically what I did. Um, and then I went off to university far away from the school. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, you were yeah. in school in Cornwall. Um, uh, so like Cornwall, Cornwall, Cornwall for ages. Then moved up to like the Midlands because of my dad's work, and that's where I met the lovely Paul um, in yeah. sixth form. So, yeah, so that's where it, that's where the magic happened, guys. That's where it all began. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so uh, yeah, sixth form in the Midlands, and then kind of trotted my way off to university after that. So, I think so had of... you the school that you went to sixth form at? Had you'd been at that school for a while? Yeah, like year ten and eleven mm-hmm. uh, that I'd been in there. So, yeah, so quite a quite a while with the same people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, as you can tell, I had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I don't know. I feel like my education was quite quite like cookie cutter, like. I went to school, then I went to sixth form, then I went to university, then I had a job. And that's kind of, it's kind of, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people do stay, well, okay, there is a lot of people staying on for further education, but there's also so many other options now as well, though, because there's like apprenticeships. Um, But according to my folks, a lot more people are going to university now than when they were younger. Of course, yeah. I think it was like, well, especially with my parents, it was like university just wasn't a thing. It was like, mm-hmm. no, you you go and get a job. Like that's what you do, <laughs> and then you move out because we're sick of you. So that's kind of. I think that was exactly. kind of like, what happened yeah. in it. And I think now it's become the new norm to mm-hmm. do that bachelor's degree, then move on or whatever. But it's a sh- it's, it is almost a shame because it is good to do things that just aren't university as well I mean mm-hmm. I know people that have taken like years out and have gotten jobs and like maybe then gone to university or got an apprenticeship and then got like really good work and like it hasn't you know damaged them in any sort of way in their career wise or like, life wise to do something that wasn't university um but for me it was just like my my school pushed me so hard into university like this is what you do you know Mm-hmm. get your UCAS sorted because you're going to uni <laughs> it's like that's just kind of what it was <laughs> but if it was the same for you well as discussed in episode two my um I just went to one school uh so I went there I stayed on for sixth form and then I went to university after that I did mm-hmm. actually um all of my friends left like we all stayed on for sixth form and did year one and then all of them basically dropped out they didn't do very well none of us were particularly paying too much attention um Mm -hmm. going from school to sixth form I think was quite difficult because suddenly you had like all this freedom yeah and you were more in control of your own time and it was just it was hard it was it was weird like suddenly no one was telling you to be there at nine and leave at half past three they were you know you had study time and you know, sometimes you wouldn't be in until midday and, and it was just odd. It was a very odd transition and no one really was like, oh, okay, now you're in charge of yourself. Yeah. 
because I actually went to one university and then dropped out. So I went to Lincoln University, stayed there a month, hated it, dropped out. And then the next year went to Hull University. But I was so super excited. I was so looking forward to all of the freedom that university was going to afford me. And I was looking forward to meeting all of the people and go to the lectures. And I'm a bit of a nerd, so I was really looking forward to doing work as well. (laughs) Of course you were. (laughs) Yes. It's funny because when I talk about university now, nostalgically, it's oh. more about being in the library. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you sure you're not the introvert? This is amazing. <laughs> I know. It's, I remember, but it's not so much like being in the library by myself, but being like with study groups and like people from my course, we would get together in the library and we would all be there stressing out, you know, and we would help each other doing you know um all of the essays that we all had to do at the same time for our course and yeah. that social interaction and helping each other I think that was honestly I'm not a club a club type person I'm more yeah. of a pub type person so <laughs> sitting in a pub with a pint or sitting in the library with people and just talking and helping each other that was where that was my like haven at mm. university for sure yeah I can imagine that of you, actually. I think for me, it was more like, I definitely remember being in the library, but it was like, I would just like take all of my stuff there, take like a little packed lunch and just sit there for the entire day. And then like my my phone of the day was moving to different parts of the library, like just <laughs> sitting in different places <laughs> or like in the corner of a room because like, oh, I'm so arty and I can sit wherever I want and read whatever I want. <laughs> it's amazing. And like... I think doing things like that and oh god like going to the SU and like having a, a drink with like one friend or something oh this is mm. like this is really cool but um I think definitely <laughs> like certain parts of it definitely played to my strengths as well like like having just to study like a lot and do all that reading like I was like one of those people that did all of the reading and like would just like sit there and do all of the work and make sure it was on time and things like that so in that kind of way you know liking to be you know wanting to be by yourself all the time and like being a person that wants to be in a quiet place and read and you know really taking information uh, that that kind of structure like really benefited me mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I can I can understand that it's it's it almost validates you having a learn time doesn't it no of course it was like well I need to have this like, maybe it kind of um cemented who I was like I think I said it before like university really cemented who I was because mm-hmm. it was like you're okay to be this way I think in school it was like no you have to be in groups all the time but in in university it was like no it, it's okay to be by yourself and yeah there was group projects but most of the time there wasn't so mm-hmm. for me like it, it was just perfect yeah I understand that completely because a lot of university and college as well a lot of college sixth form university it's all about independent work independent study and you might have the occasional group work occasional group presentation but ultimately it's it's down to you to finish your essays it's down to you to study for your exams it's down to you to listen in lectures and there wasn't a lot of the interaction that was forced on you in school with your peers so I would definitely agree with that that it it definitely freed you up to be a lot more independent and a lot more like if you weren't so good in big social situations it allowed you the freedom to not participate in that I 
kind of found that <laughs> at university I wouldn't spend that much time alone so I was yeah. very always with the people that I lived with so in the house I was quite social with people in the house I had a job as well so that which was um first of all it was in a shop and then the second one um which I moved to during second year that was in a bar and that they're both very social jobs yeah lots of talking to people lots of talking to people that you work with lots of talking to customers as well and then I'd go to uni and I'd want to be with people in the library and I'd really enjoy seminars and talking in seminars and I'd I'd stick my hand up in lectures I was that person at university yeah um so I as much as there were times when I'd find myself especially when I was doing my dissertation actually in my last year I'd find myself alone in the library and that I found quite depressing yeah (laughs) yeah meanwhile (laughs) in the other corner (laughs) oh gosh that's so funny it's just such opposites isn't it but I guess that's the point of this that's the point of saying your version of university was absolutely 100% okay you found you Mm. yeah and I found what I needed to help me and like we both obviously graduated and we both learned stuff and (laughs) it helped us in life and you know so it doesn't matter what way you do it so long as you're making yourself happy and so long as you're you're living true to who you are that's so beautiful Emily (laughs) (laughs) oh that was so like deep and then you're just like (laughs) (laughs) she's all over it (laughs) oh gosh I'm sorry I'm sorry and how so you said that you dropped out of Lincoln like what what was that to do with was that to do with like personality clashes in some way yeah I found link right so I went there trying to study journalism and I ended up on advertising and journalism and the advertising core part of the course it turned out was all just business and Mm. my second lecture was a maths lecture oh yeah okay (laughs) yeah exactly and I was like this is not what I signed up for so I went to the admissions office and I was just like can I swap and they said you can but you have to wait like three weeks or something like that Mm. and so I was kind of like okay I'll give it a good bash met a girl who was on the straight journalism course and um she kind of took me along to some of her lectures so Mm. I basically started skipping all of the advertising lectures and just went to journalism lectures that I wasn't even signed up for Um, (laughs) and I really liked it but um, I just couldn't I couldn't move over to do straight journalism basically I was also struggling with the people that I was living with um, and I think it's kind of in episode two we talked about how we knew from quite a young age who we were yeah and I went to university thinking that's fine I'll just carry on being myself and once again people didn't like it <laughs> oh, Emily I no. know <laughs> so it was I was living with these people they weren't oh. talking to me and whenever I was talking to them they just 
weren't paying attention. I just, oh, mate, I just got out of there. It just was not for me. The the entire, I'd been looking forward to applying to Lincoln for two years and I'd been looking forward to going for so long and then I got there and these other people just like shat all over it. <laughs> shat on your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm so sorry. That that sucks. That sucks so bad. It's fine. It was It was just one of them where... I'm quite glad that I took the year out yeah. and I worked um, in a shop. I got a part-time job in a shop and I spent a lot of time with my friends and I, yeah, it just, I'm so glad now looking back that that's what I did because I, if I'd have stayed there, I don't know where I'd be now. Yeah. And it's true. Like, I, I think as well, like if, if you went the way that you were, like you could have ended up just sticking, sticking, to it and just staying there regardless even if you hated it like I feel like that's what I would have done like in my first year um I I just wasn't I just wasn't close to them like I wasn't close to the people that I lived with and I swear to god one of the rooms was haunted <laughs> like it, it was just horrible and I was I was just thinking I don't know what to do like I hate it and then you know it came to move out and they were like do you want to move in with us and I was just honestly just too I don't know, like, just too worried that no one else would want me just to be like, nah. <laughs> so I just lived with them for, like, another fucking year. Oh, my <laughs> No reason. And um, it's okay. They're not going to listen to this. I don't think they're friends with me anymore. But <laughs> it's just like, if, if it was you, you would have gotten the hell out of there and, like, moved digs or something. But with me, I would just be like, well, this is my lot. <laughs> and just stayed there through better or worse kind of thing. So... Yeah, I'm quite proud of you that you kind of realised that it wasn't for you and you just did something about it because I don't think I would have the, the ball to do that. Honestly, I was just like, I don't want to stay here for a year. I My grandma came and visited me because she lives quite close to Lincoln and I ended up going back with her and staying with her overnight um, because I just went out for dinner with her and just cried. Oh, bless you. Yeah, it wasn't my finest moment. Um <laughs> Like she took me out to Preza and nice, <laughs> just crying over my pizza, like <laughs> with some crust. <laughs> yeah, a tissue of crust. Um, but yeah, it was just—it was just one of them. I knew it wasn't right. Yeah. It's like I said, I knew who I was, um, and I knew that that course wasn't the right fit for me. And yeah, I just I just hightailed it out of there and just spent a year, like I said, pretty much just, you know, going out with friends um, and just enjoying, enjoying just being at home. You know, yeah. it was, I'm glad that I had that time of no education. I think it gave me a much deeper appreciation for being able to go back to uni. Yeah, and definitely like a perspective that a lot of people don't get, because if they go straight from one form of education to another, um, it can just be very like isolating and a bit warped for people I think mm-hmm. that's why people do things like deferring for a year or, or going taking a gap year or doing apprenticeships because it gives you that space just to like breathe a little bit and not have homework for once like <laughs> quite oh nice my God. <laughs> did you find that thing of like when you finished university I had about four weeks like what should I say four weekends where I was like I don't have to do anything like my whole life since I was like what five I've had homework or things to do or read or study for and I'm 
I don't have anything to do. I felt like fucking Dobby and I would have been given a sock. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was <laughs> free. It was amazing. And I was and leash is free. I'm a free leash. <laughs> oh, uh, and it was just like, I remember even saying to my mum, like, do I have to do anything? Like, I just couldn't believe it. And she was like, mm, don't think so. Like, you can wash up if you want. I was like, no, I'm all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just it was so strange. I just remember that moment of being like, I've got nothing to do. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so I did some research about introverts and extroverts in, in college and in school. And honestly, when you do an internet search for any of this kind of thing, mm. all it comes up with is like survival guides for introverts yes yeah there is literally not a thing that i could find that was useful for extroverts yeah it's very strange considering how much alone time you can actually find yourself having in university i can imagine it's more to do with the whole like you don't know anybody and you've got to make friends and these are the friends you're going to make for your life oh my god make friends like it's kind of that scenario that people always focus on Mm -hmm. um so I think that is where I had most of my worries when I started university I was like I'm not not gonna make any friends like what am I gonna do um you know I, I don't I you know music was too loud for me in the clubs even back then before I've become old so it's just like what do I do but um I I didn't find it too bad I guess because there's so many people there you're bound to find somebody who also wants quiet and also likes the same things you do so I think one of the things for me is that I just like joined a few clubs and did things with you know but like clubs where people were just quiet (laughs) we'd watch (laughs) movies or things you know things like that or just read together like that's the kind of things that I enjoy so so what clubs did you join at university so yeah I joined an anime club so we'd like watch different anime look at manga that kind of thing um yes I'm a nerd get over it (laughs) (laughs) um so that kind of thing and you know in in those kind of environments you tend to meet people that are very much like you uh so I you know with that kind of thing I didn't come you know there wasn't that much trouble in making friends because you know you kind of ended up sticking together and just like having a lot of interest so it gave you something to talk about as well though didn't it because if you'd have just you know been trying to make friends but like you knew literally nothing about the person you just happened to sit next to them in a lecture I imagine that as an introvert that would be quite difficult whereas if you join a club you at least know that both of you like anime yeah yeah and then it's just like it's do we have anything more than anime or is it just that kind of thing? yeah <laughs> that, that's that kind of bit but that, that's with any sort of friendship isn't it like you end up wanting over one thing and it's like can you talk about anything else we have three different times you can meet and to figure that out kind of thing so I don't know I guess kind of did that I mean there was definitely a lot of people that I just didn't gel with a lot of people that they wouldn't do their work and they just went out all the time and would try and they'd knock on all your doors to like try and get you to buy tickets to come out to their bloody SU event and it's like I just I just don't want to <laughs> go away get away from my door so yeah I guess that's what I kind of find but like that is that thing of I mean when I've even been looking up stuff to do with introversion and extroversion it's just like it's it gets more annoying about how much people assume that being introverted is a bad thing and oh my god and, and, and I know. If, you're not, if you're extroverted 
you're just fine all the time but you can't have any problems it's like no people that are extroverted can have problems they mm-hmm. they can have fitting in they can have problems settling in somewhere in, in a new environment just as much as an introvert can so oh, sure definitely it doesn't i mean look at how i was in lincoln yeah so <laughs> it just annoys me <laughs> so yeah maybe maybe you should do that maybe you should write <laughs> given your homework maybe you should write like an extrovert's guide <laughs> to how to survive in college yeah 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 i, I, think, think, I think that's not a bad idea <laughs> i think that could actually i don't know if that'll help anybody but you know i don't even know if extroverts would bother looking for that kind of thing though i think maybe <laughs> yeah. that's the reason the internet is full of you know solutions for introverts is because introverts go looking <laughs> yeah yeah Yeah. let's talk to people about the situation yeah maybe (laughs) maybe yeah (laughs) that might be the difference if any extroverts out there would like to talk about going to university just drop me a message Mm -hmm. i'm sure you all have your shit figured out anyway (laughs) but yeah hey if you want to hash it out yeah everyone listening to the podcast is going to lincoln (laughs) (laughs) good luck <laughs> that's funny <laughs> right so some of the websites that i found that had like guides for introverts um had some just really like odd suggestions that i honestly don't think <laughs> are gonna help anyone i'm so excited to hear these please pray tell <laughs> okay so this is from um, multiple different websites um and I'm not going to bother picking out any of the individual websites because, honestly, all of them said pretty much the same thing anyway. Ridiculousness. So they had a section that said what not to do and where not to go. Um, it said to avoid any semicircle groups. What? Yeah. You know when you go to like a seminar or something like that and the chairs are in a semicircle, they said if you go into there and the chairs are in a semicircular situation, which means Run. talking, just leave. <laughs> yeah, because that would be great for your grades, guys. Just exactly. If you see oh. a semicircle, just run, flee. <laughs> flee, exactly. It's so strange. And um, there was a lot of certain subjects to avoid as well. So as well as avoiding semi-circular social situations that's a tongue twister it says and this was on quite a few websites actually it said to avoid the buildings within which these subjects were or to just avoid the subjects altogether so business journalism you just named the first two things i studied business and journalism yeah. yeah so it just it doesn't make any sense any of this but yeah they said business journalism teaching engineering um midwifery they said a baby. <laughs> I know. They those things do come out wanting to engage immediately, don't they? <laughs> Why is it crying at me? <laughs> and oh, then God, they said so this one made me laugh though. Dentistry. <laughs> you're right close to when they're talk. <laughs> when they're having dentist work, they cannot talk. <laughs> oh I love it. That yeah. is so funny. And oh, then there was a list of subjects that were apparently very good for introverts. Okay, would you like me to read this? Okay, let me guess. Flower picking, uh, <laughs> time, <laughs> mending outfits, I don't know, stroking dogs. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. Um, okay, <laughs> flower picking. Okay, 
Um, so the subjects that they said that were ideal for introverts, English, history, art history, archaeology, so anthropology, you know, just anything that <laughs> doesn't involve other people, apparently, publishing. But then PR. Oh. That's all about talking to people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Politics. <laughs> Perfect place for introverts. When you're looking at these survival guides for introverts, everybody has a different understanding to what makes an introvert. And some of the suggestions, which I need to say to people, if you're introverted, don't assume, even though these guides tell you, don't just avoid people. Yeah. Because a lot of them were saying, avoid social situations, avoid, don't do that. You will find people that you click with and that you gel with. Don't just isolate yourself. Yeah, and like you find nice groups of people that won't mind if you want to have five minutes to yourself or like you need to skip going to see them because you want to just stay indoors. Like, that's fine. I did journalism and business and yeah, there there were situations where it was a bit more difficult, but it was good to do it. Well, I'm just looking at one here. There's an introvert's guide to university halls, right? So the halls of residence. Yeah. Um, and they're saying a couple of things on the list. So get a Netflix subscription. <laughs> Make your room a nice place to be. Um, keep your mum on speed dial, which is fine. But that's not like, because then they, they do also say a couple of other good things. So they do say, assure people that it isn't personal. So if you need to go into your room and you don't really want other people there, it's basically saying, let them know that it's not them, it's you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would just go like, hey, guys, I'm just a bit tired. Like, it's not hard. <laughs> like, um, nah. I don't know. I mean, maybe people do need do need that advice and that is completely fair enough for them. But mm-hmm. I just feel like it's just patronising. Like, I, yeah. I just, I, I'm not incapable like i'm just just like my alone time for me exactly and yeah it is it is very strange introverts aren't they're still people it's literally that as an introvert social situations tire you out a bit more and that sometimes you'd rather not be in social situations and that's that's perfectly fine that doesn't mean that you're not going to be able to survive university yeah of course the thing is I think some of these things focus too much on the social side of it anyway. A lot yeah. of people go to university to learn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I mean that's what I talked about in the first in the first place is like I don't I didn't focus on the whole social stuff. It was more like um I just wanted to to learn about the stuff. I was very excited to do something that I wasn't I couldn't do in sixth form. Um and I enjoyed all of the personal time that I was given because you get you get a lot of it when you're in uni, especially your first year. I mean, it's just like <laughs> you can do what you want. So, yeah. Hi guys, we're just taking a little breather from our current podcast just to say uh, subscribe because we need listeners and we love your questions. So if you want uh, us to answer a question on a podcast, then please send it to unleashedpodcast at gmail.com or you can send it uh, to our Twitter at unleashedp. Um, Yeah, sorry about that name. (laughs) (laughs) And... um, 
so we do also have Facebook as well so you can find us it's Unleashed Podcast um, just on Facebook you search for us or you can look at facebook.com forward slash Unleashed Podcast and we will be there you can direct messages right on our wall whatever you'd like to do please like our page and share us with anyone who you think would benefit from listening to us mm-hmm. thank you for listening to the podcast you've still got another half to go I know. Good luck, guys. I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy. Question sections with Unleashed Podcast. Answering questions that are from you. That was beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, my God. Okay. So, so, this is uh, from somebody I've changed his name to Patrice. Oh, Patrice. That's a question. Um, so it says, um, I'm currently at university. Um, I am extroverted and have made a lot of friends with more quiet people that I would consider introverts. Um, what can I do to dial back a little bit? Because I feel that I drag them to a lot of loud places where they may not want to be there. So this is a question to you, Emily. Um, do I need to change myself? Are there any tips that you can give me in order to not uh, be overpowering with my friends? I think it. I think you know. You should know if you're. As you get to know these people more, you will understand their threshold anyway. So sometimes, so with you, Leash, sometimes I thought that maybe okay. I'd done something. Maybe you were upset with me at certain points, but actually. You know, chances are you were just tired. No, no, I've never been mad at you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I think that's something that as you get to know somebody more, regardless of whether they're introverted or extroverted, you just get to know their personality more. If they yeah. say that they don't want to go somewhere, don't take them somewhere. Yeah. But if you're making friends with people who are a bit more introverted, just just be, you know, just just listen to what they have to say. If they're like, oh, I'm tired... And it sounds like genuinely they don't want to go. So don't try and force them. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Don't be like, but we have to go to this place. Like, okay. But like, I guess if, you know, if, if somebody is introverted and they've made a choice to go out, um, then that means they like you. <laughs> exactly. they, they want to be your friend. So yeah. But if people are, don't be worried about taking an introvert to a loud place. It's not, mm. it's not the volume. It's... <laughs> It's a bit of the volume. It's a little bit of the volume. <laughs> it's a little bit of the volume. Okay. I, mean, I just—it's just so loud. Who wants tinnitus? No, no. I, well, I, like I said, I'm not a club person anyway. So yeah. you, as you get to know people more, you'll get to know their thresholds for um, social interactions. You'll get to know if they want alone time or if they just want quiet time whether you can be involved in that quiet time you just the more that you get to know somebody the more that you find out about them ask them questions being introvert doesn't mean that you don't want to talk about being introverted surely mm. i mean i'm doing the podcast about it so yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> i mean so, i, I think say just talk about it just say yeah. i know that you're a little bit more introverted than me so if at any point you don't want to do something don't feel like it's going to hurt my feelings just have a very you should be able to have open and frank conversations with your friends yeah of course maybe suggest as well as going somewhere that's a bit louder maybe say or oh, would you want to do this thing that's you know maybe we or would you want to go and watch a movie or would you want to go and like have like a harry potter marathon or something like that <laughs> that's amazing so like you know 
get maybe give them two options or something and then if they keep picking the one that's like maybe quieter then you could just keep bear that in mind or something but like i guess just don't assume that they're not speaking up just because they're a quieter person oh yeah for sure i would i would add to that as well a little caveat that Right, I found it quite hard to come to terms with, like, don't feel bad if they don't want to go places. So if there's a group of you going out to a club or whatever while you're at university, don't feel bad because your introverted friend wants to stay in. They, yeah. they not, don't yeah. feel bad. They don't feel like they're missing out. Sometimes it's great just to, uh, as an introverted person, just to cancel a plan and <laughs> get into your pajamas. <laughs> like, it's it's like one of life's... <laughs> like pleasures it's just okay actually nah <laughs> just <cancel> it. <laughs> it's great <laughs> yeah sometimes it's not you sometimes it's just great to cancel a plan so <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> yeah I'm absolutely I'm on board with that you know like it's the idea if there's been this like weight on your shoulders of oh we're all going to a club and you know I'm really not feeling it but I said yesterday that I'd go and you know it's student night so this only happens like you know once a week technically then you know the idea of oh you know all that pressure of needing to go and then suddenly it's like actually I'm gonna stay in yeah I can imagine the relief it's great (laughs) (laughs) my to Patrice my advice would just be just get to know your friends as well as you possibly can and you know just listen to them don't try and force them to do anything just listen to what they want to do yeah we have had another question in Mm. um and the question is do you feel like you achieve more when you work on your own or with your peers um in an education setting Mm. So I guess in terms of university, like seminars um, or writing an essay, you know, is it is it the discussion that helps fuel your imagination, helps give you ideas, um, helps you learn? Or is it the sitting down reading and writing essays and, and all of that? What What's yeah. your answer to that, Leish? For me, I, I love the reading part of it because it was just like kind of flood of just knowledge that I really really enjoyed but then again actually going to seminars and hearing ideas from people that I never would have you know kind of got as quickly from books and stuff was was actually really beneficial and I did actually quite enjoy it um the the one good thing about a lot of the people like a lot of the lecturers um was that they they didn't like pick on you to answer a question they would kind of just say something and then we'd have a discussion about it and that gave me enough time to think about answers and then Mm. when I was ready to say something then I could just speak up about it it wasn't like a answer question answer question answer question answer it was a lot less structured and actually I really benefited from that so um Mm. contrary to what I said in the last podcast um I actually enjoyed those kind of group settings oh that's good then I guess if it gave you a little bit more freedom to just speak up when you wanted to and it wasn't a specific because I guess in seminars you don't need to put your hand up do you no exactly you can just like you know say oi John I've got an answer for you (laughs) and there's no teacher picking on you I mean unless you got a really annoying seminar leader who would pick on people you know you could participate as much or as little as you wanted to 
yeah, like contrary to what all of those articles seem to say and agree with each other, it's uh, it's not too bad. It's not too bad being in seminars, I, I found. So, how about you? Uh, what, how, what do you feel? I really, well, like I said, I, I really like seminars. I think that was a place where I found I could discuss. Um, and uh, I know that this is maybe quite a privileged position to be in as an extrovert, but it helped me get to know the lecturers because you'd start up a dialogue with them um, within the seminar and then you could follow that up via email or after the seminar or in their office hours or whatever. And because you'd spoken up, they knew who I was. Yeah. Um, which, as I said, it, obviously that is quite a privileged position as an extrovert. Being able to speak up more in those lessons gave me more of a relationship with the lecturer. And yeah. maybe that's not fair, but that is definitely what I what I found by by talking more. I didn't, like I said, I didn't really thrive so much when I was in like the library by myself. I, I did... Yeah sometimes love it and I sometimes love the feeling of just like really getting into an essay and not being distracted and really getting into revision and not being distracted by anybody but ultimately the end of the day discussing ideas having people read my essays reading other people's essays and actually having that collaborative work worked a lot better for me which as you would expect for for an extrovert who I thrive on social interactions you know that's Mm. that's exactly as you would expect and I would just hope that whilst I was at university, I was a little bit more conscious within seminars of allowing more people to have their say because it was less of us. There wasn't a big classroom of 30 youths. There was, you know, um, young adults all together. And I think definitely by the time I got to uni, I was a lot more considerate of other people than I was at school. And another good thing about it is even if, you are so excited and you just want to get your ideas out there and you want to keep the lesson moving and it's not the most considerate thing for an introvert. You're in university and usually, you know, you have a lecture, you have a seminar and then you're probably going to have a couple of hours if not like the rest of the day off. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you even hated it and you are an introvert, you can, you can do your own thing after that point and, you know, you can, you can have that like recuperation time, which I completely took so like it's it, it's it's like a good place for for both really so yeah I definitely think that uni go uni woohoo <laughs> <laughs> oh well that's the end of the podcast guys um but I do hope that you have enjoyed learning all about our um uni foray through university mm-hmm. and through sixth form and yeah. I hope you found it informative if you have them please go subscribe mm-hmm. um, but also like our page and rate us um wherever you're listening to us just give us a rating right on our wall send us messages we want to hear your questions um our next theme is gonna be work 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 <laughs> you gotta work bitch um yeah so <laughs> if you have questions uh to do with work uh maybe uh colleagues bosses all that chairs then send it to us um we would absolutely love to answer your questions also we don't use uh your real names unless you specify us to so don't worry about anything to do with um confidentiality we'll, we'll make sure you're safe but don't worry about it <laughs> we got you boo we got you don't you worry <laughs> so yeah um see you next time guys thank you for listening thanks for listening bye, bye.
Bye. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Good. <laughs> <laughs>